This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning everybody. Good morning to all you purple dolphins and fanny flutters out there and welcome to the Buzz <laughs> Adams Morning Show. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. I think there's something uh, important we need to say right off the top here. It's so cold. It, it's, it's been snowing. It's been snowing uh, where we are. So let me just kind of, and this is uh, something we can all kind of have in common. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, if it's in West Texas, similar conditions. Uh, so let me just run down some of the weather. First of all, we'll start in uh, far West Texas, El Paso. So our listeners at KLAQ, it's snowing. Um, I don't know, about an inch on top of my uh, on top of my car today. So about what yeah. I had. Something like that. Yeah. On my patio furniture. Yeah. So uh, got some snow going on this morning. 70% chance of continued precipitation. They're calling that uh, wintry mix. So the high today is only going to be 35. So get just warm enough that it'll be above freezing. But it's also going to be very gusty. So look for 20, 30 mile an hour winds. I was going to say. Just consistent and then gust up over 40. So maybe as windy as yesterday. Yeah. Everybody take the time to give yourself a little extra time this morning because every single garbage can that I drove past is (laughs) knocked over. it's garbage day. Yeah. It's garbage day in my neighborhood and every single can is knocked over. Like I ran, ran around to all my neighbors and kind of picked theirs up for them. But. You know, once I get past like Mary and Juan's house, I'm like, screw this. We're going to get to uh, Abilene San Angelo, but we'll stick with El Paso just for a second. So 70% chance of snow today. And uh, that snow could accumulate one to three inches. So, you know, it's cold enough and it's snowing enough that it it's going to actually stay in the ground. We're get, For our El Paso listeners, we're definitely going to keep a close watch on the traffic this morning. But don't forget those gusty winds. Trash cans everywhere. Yeah. Mary and Juan's, you didn't go look for theirs for them? Uh, no, I did. Mary's my little neighbor and mm-hmm. Juan's my other neighbor. Now, uh, after tomorrow, it'll start to warm back up. And by Friday, Saturday, El Paso will be in the 70s. Let's, uh, <laughs> take a look at Abilene and our Rock 101 listeners in the beautiful city of Abilene. Now, here's something you don't see every day. One hundred percent chance of precipitation. Oh. Normally they'll they'll make it ninety five. Wow. So you're you know, saying just, there's a chance? Yeah. No. There. No. It's a hundred percent. That means all of <laughs> all Abilene. Of yeah. The As entire. Buzz recently taught us what that means. Yeah. It doesn't mean. Oh, there's a one hundred percent chance that it's like, going to precipitate. It, it's going to happen all over. Yeah. It just means it's going to cover the entire uh, reporting area. <laughs> Um, 100% chance precipitation, icy conditions, guys, uh, our listeners in Abilene, also freezing rain, you're getting it worse because there's going to be some icing uh, possibilities. So you will definitely uh, want to plan for extra time to get to and fro wherever you're going. Uh, temps are just going to remain steady in the low to mid-30s, so freezing or just above and uh, a little on the gusty side, 10 to 20 miles an hour, Abilene, today. But once again, the chance of precipitation, 100%. Uh, tonight, low's going to get down sub-freezing at 30 degrees, and tomorrow, Abilene, you've got a 90% chance of more precipitation with freezing rain, mixing with rain overnight, 
Uh, low's going to be down to 30, and uh, you're looking at a 90% chance of rain. But once you get through uh, today and tonight, gradually warming back up to 70 by Saturday in Abilene. 96.5 The Rock in San Angelo. Yeah, you're kind of in the same boat with everybody else here. Isn't that weird? Like, they're hundreds of miles apart. Well, not San Angelo and Abilene, but... And we still have pretty much the same weather pattern. For San Angelo, 90% chance of precipitation. That means 90% of the of the area is going to experience some freezing rain, they're calling it. That's going to change to light rain and uh, winds at 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, low is going to get down below freezing, 31. And then for tomorrow, cloudy periods of uh, rain and freezing rain. They're also putting San Angelo in at a 90% chance of precipitation tomorrow. But just like uh, with Abilene and El Paso, you're going to gradually see it warming up all week. And by uh, Saturday, San Angelo, 72, and mostly sunny. So that's kind of what's going on with the weather. Was it still coming down, like actually coming down when you guys got yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was Did it feel like snow or did it feel like those little ice specks? Mm, like an ice speck. Like an ice speck, right. All yeah, because right. when I went to open my car door, it was iced shut, and I had to kind of really yank on it to get it open. Let's uh, go around and talk about what everybody's working on. Uh, first of all, to kind of set up the show, Brandon Sports. What do we got coming up in sports got today? Got some injury updates. Um, a bunch of you guys got hurt over the weekend, but it's looking like Christian McCaffrey's going to try to play coming up on Thursday for the Panthers. It's still a big if, but he's he has said that he would like to. And uh, Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball Commissioner, he has talked about just how much the league lost this year with the shortened pandemic 2020 season. Game six That's tonight of the World Series. It could be the final game if the Dodgers are able to close things out. So that'll mean like the first part of the town trifecta. If the Dodgers manage to take care of Tampa, you're going to have the Lakers and the Dodgers uh, I guess you'd have to think, well, do the Chargers or the Rams have Rams a Rams looked good last night. They beat the Bears. Yeah. Monday night football. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's that's good. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> it doesn't make them the best in the league. but No, but they're still a good team. I, I Bears, think, Bears were 5-1 and one going in. Yeah, that's right. Well, that, you think that was a little inflated, though? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if the Rams were to win the Super Bowl, that would be the clean sweep. That would be title town uh, in mm. Los Angeles. Well, you wouldn't have the Kings winning. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, if you get the big three, has, any, has anybody ever had like four professional sports franchises? Boston has come close over the past uh, 20 years or so. They have had, and I, I don't think they've done it in one year, but you have had... Uh, the Bruins, the Celtics, the Patriots, and the Red Sox all win championships, but not a in lot. the same. Not all of them one same calendar season. Year. Yeah. No, they've come close, but ju- they've just missed out. See, that would be the ultimate quadfecta. I don't know if that's a word or not, but um, yeah, the Dodgers could close things out tonight. Lisa, news headlines. What's uh, what's in top of the news today? biggest news today is Judge Amy Coney Barrett has a new title. She is now the Supreme Court Justice. Confirmed by the Republican-led Senate, 52 to 48, took an oath during a ceremony at the White House. 
Don't worry, this time they decided masks and social distancing may be a good idea this time. Did they ever let Mike Pence in? Because I heard that. You know what? He said he wasn't actually yesterday. um, He swore he was going to be there. And then yesterday he said, no, I'll only be there if I need to do a tiebreaker. Yeah. He said, if I have to do a vote, then fine. um, I'll go. But, you know, probably the smartest decision. He decided to go ahead and uh, stay away from that vote. Um, but yeah, she is uh, approval is now solidified to six to three conservative majority on the Supreme Court. Do now. you know uh, because there are fifty three Republican uh, senators and fifty two of them voted to confirm? Do you know somebody either didn't vote to confirm uh, or the two, abstained? The two female uh, Republicans, I can't remember their names right now. Probably uh, Susan Collins and uh, Markowski. I don't know if it's Markowski, but I believe Collins was one of them. All right. They they voted not to confirm? Yeah. No, they, they voted against it. Okay. Uh, that means that then one of the Democrats must have voted to confirm it. Hmm. Well, we'll have time to look into all that before we get to our news headlines this morning. And Joanna, what about entertainment news? What's on the uh, mm-hmm. entertainment scoop today? Oscar Isaac has been cast as Moon Knight in the upcoming Disney Plus series. Yeah, Moon Knight, man. Mark Spector. Awesome costume. Oh, interesting. It's like the color of the moon. <laughs> okay. Which doesn't seem very camouflaged unless you were on the moon. Well, you'll have to tell us all about Mark Spector. Well, Mark Spector is uh, a genius billionaire who's also an inventor and master. of dis- He's pretty much Batman, but, oh, you know, they, <laughs> they changed Batman just enough. To make uh-huh. it legal. Well, there is no official release date for the series, but the next step is to find a director for the series. All right. I would like to volunteer as the world's foremost Moon Knight expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, look at it. what else we have coming up here. Today, going to have a true crime report in just a few minutes. I'm going to have three random facts for you and... Lisa is going to tell us all about the phenomenon, the boom in sugar babies and sugar daddies. Was this specific just to one state or? It's specific to one state that they're seeing just a large uptick of people. That are registering as sugar babies and sugar daddies. Yeah, trying to get help during the pandemic. Times are tough, y'all. All All right. Is that uh, like the the social media influencer that was going to, Tutor Borat's daughter. Uh, she <laughs> was she a sugar baby. Yeah, she was not interviewed for this, but uh, yeah, they know each other probably. All right, it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I wonder if it's still snowing. I guess it was I gotta, when we came in. I guess I could always open the window to see if it's snowing <laughs> oh. outside. Right. Whenever, do you ever notice that when you open the the blinds, like the cold just kind of comes in, permeates. Yeah, it's the same thing in the summer. Like with the heat, if you leave those blinds open, the whole room will get like 10, 15 degrees hotter. There was a little, uh, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say it was ice, but there it was slippery going over like a bridge this morning. So mm-hmm. you definitely want to take some extra time. If, you, if you're if you getting up and you haven't looked outside, yeah. there's some You're going to have to pick up your guys. trash can probably yeah. too. If your trash can was out, you'll probably have to pick it up because it got real windy, but... Look for all kinds of uh, traffic delays possible today with the inclement weather. And uh, Abilene, enjoy that 100% chance of snow and wintry mix today. I mean, 
Everywhere else in West Texas has it too, but Abilene was the only place I saw that has a 100% chance. Let's get a look at uh, TV tonight. World Series, Game 6 is tonight. Starts at 6.30 Central, 5.30 Mountain Time on Fox. And I say the Dodgers close it out here. Calling a shot, huh? Yeah, Dodgers lead uh, 3-2. This could be the final game. I say there'll be no Game 7. Dodgers will take care of it tonight. Over on NBC, The Voice. No, it's uh, 7 um, Central Time. Six mountain. Why do they keep getting these times wrong? I don't I make don't these up. I get them out of the listing. So no, it's I, I know what you're looking at. But yeah. no, if you if you go check ESPN, it says six oh eight mountain time first pitch. Okay, I'm going to start ignoring this. So seven oh eight Central Time first pitch. Gotcha. Over on NBC, it's The Voice, Blind Auditions, and ABC has The Bachelorette. Um. Uh, over on CBS, they're going to have back-to-back uh, daytime game shows. So find out what you've been missing by having a job all these years is you can watch The Price is Right at night at 8 and Let's Make a Deal primetime at 9. Now, I'm going to quiz you guys because I was at mm-hmm. at home with my mom and dad, so I know the the host of every game show on Game Show Network. Beautiful. Who is currently the host of The Price is Right? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Very good. I didn't hear an answer from Joanna, so Joanna, you got to take this one by ah. yourself next. Okay. Who is currently the host of Let's Make a Deal? Let's Make a Deal. Wayne Brady? Yes, it is Wayne All right. Brady. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> I didn't know that one, so good job. And uh, two-hour season premiere of This Is Us tonight on Ooh, NBC. That's tonight? Yep. Fifth season premiere, and I guess, I don't know, are you guys up to date on it? Like, oh, yeah. That's they're like, going to incorporate like the COVID show. into it. That's tonight. like the one show that uh, that my wife and I watch when it right when it comes out. Like you watch the commercials and everything. No. <laughs> like that week. Oh, I see. That's as, that's as instant as we get. I can watch commercials. What are those? Good Lord. <laughs> You, but I th- you when you say we watch it, I Bamer. thought you meant well, it comes on at seven o'clock and we no. sit down in front of the TV and watch it. No, I don't. No, there still isn't really appointment television for us. It's just that we know, like, uh, like Friday when the Mandalorian comes out, we're probably going to watch the Mandalorian on Friday. We'll watch it within probably twenty four hours of the show airing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of things that you that people still watch as they're happening. Or when they first aired. So, sporting events. Mm-hmm. Car accidents. <laughs> well, no, not really. Yeah, when you're driving past. Okay, I've been on television. Oh, I should have okay. specified. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. Debates? Like, if you were going to watch a debate, I still yeah. think most people probably watch that live, although probably a lot of people just watch much... the late night talk shows yeah. joke about it. I mean, it's pretty much live events, wouldn't you say? Sports. The debate, things like that, like an actual live event. Olympics, um, I guess, even though some of that is is replayed. Depending as, on where, yeah, it's where at. they're at, sure. Well, I can uh, give you a report on what voting was like yesterday because I went and voted. How long did you wait? Uh, t- yeah, like wait, I would say the entire time from, from the time I got out of the car till the time I got back in the car, 20 minutes. It's not bad. Standing, waiting, maybe five of you know like waiting my turn 
And I remember thinking, I knew the weather was going to turn yesterday, and I was thinking, oh, man, it might be crowded because everybody's going to try and beat the weather and and get out and go vote. But I don't know. Like a, a an older couple and one guy were in, in front of me. That was about it. Now, to maybe today would be a good day to go vote because a lot of people, a lot of people are going to look out and go, and please don't take anything I say to, as a discouragement of voting for any reason. But some people might look out and say, "Oh, it really looks crappy. I'm not going to go vote today," which means nobody's in line, so maybe, you can go do it fast. Well, nobody was in line yesterday either. But early voting ends on Friday, so if you're going to do it. You've just got this week to do it. Let me ask you guys, did you bother voting on the one where there was only one name on the deal? I mean, yeah. You did? I think I, I think the, for the first couple I did, and then when those kept popping up, I was like, I just, Forget yeah, I'm, I'm just next. I'm just going to skip by it. Yeah. There's only one choice on here. <laughs> right. I'm not technically voting for anybody. Yeah, right. Did you use the Q-tip to push the buttons? No. I used the finger condom. I still have my unused finger condom. You didn't Much use like it? my unused condom condom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used the Q tip. It was very They unique. didn't tell you to sign with the finger condom? Uh, no. They just They said, told me. And the guy was kinda like rushing me and I couldn't put it on and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Somebody else usually mm-hmm. does this. Somebody else usually votes for you? Is that voter fraud? Probably. Are you up to no good with the Dems? But they, they didn't tell you, like, you have to sign with the finger condom? Mm-mm. You signed with the Q-tip? No, I signed with my finger. I br- raw-dogged it, man. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> That's how you catch a disease. Ew, <laughs> That's how you catch a disease. That's dirty. You gotta wrap that up. Well, I know the girl. Hey, let me just say this. She didn't seem to mind. Because <laughs> it was this older lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They do sanitize in between each use. Yeah. But still. Do you ever wonder what, what's going through the mind of the of the volunteers that work at the poll? I mean, I, I, I'm sure they take it very seriously, but do you think there's any of them that are like, I bet this guy's a Trumper, or <laughs> this, this simp looks like he's going to vote for Biden? <laughs> <laughs> like they're passing judgment on you? Maybe. I don't know. I would like to hope not, but I wouldn't vote it in in person because I've never voted by mail, so the whole thing is kind of foreign to me. And also, with mm-hmm. all this talk about, you know, there might be a delay in the mail, and I think this year is a very important uh, vote. I went and did it in person, thinking, and I was, I'm thinking to myself, well, if I put it in the mailbox, I don't know what's going to happen to it, but you know, between there and when it arrives where it's supposed to be going. But then I realized when I vote in person, once I input the the card i don't know what's going to happen to it well i'm just taking their word mm-hmm. i mean that's the thing you you just have to have faith in is that there's no shenanigans well, going on after you lot. after you do the vote it's not like that stuff that happens in gangs of new york <laughs> i'm trying to think how they did the uh, like what was the scene in the voting was that where they would take a, a like a drunk and just take him to every different poll and oh, have and they would slap a different shirt on oh yeah they put a different jacket and they would vote for somebody and if he didn't they beat the snot yeah, out of the guy yeah 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 uh get out and do it if you haven't already um i mean technically yeah the weather's going to be nicer in a couple of days but uh 
You know, you do. Don't good. wait to the last minute. That that's the thing that I worry about. Although the numbers for early voting are so high, so high this year compared to past years. Well, I think there's a lot. Like for instance, they're saying if your state needs a mail-in ballot uh, to give a week, so you need to send in those ballots like today to make sure that yeah. they get there in time. Uh, they've said the major reason ballots are rejected are because of missed deadlines. So if you can, if you're going to be voting like that, send them in now. You know, I've heard stories before about ballots being disqualified in some states because the signatures didn't match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, a several that were thrown, I think, in Florida recently. But I was thinking, I don't normally sign my signature with my finger. I, but as I was writing, it was like, I guess I got to really try and make it look like my how I normally sign. I I've heard some crazy stories about somebody included their middle initial and... Liz, voter suppression has been a part of this country since the very beginning. You what? referenced that thing about gangs of New York, yeah. but especially after the Civil War, the way that, that newly freed slaves were kept from the polls is just, I mean, it's almost as shameful as the actual slavery itself, that for a hundred years after after getting their freedom, the way black people were either you know, tricked out of their vote or threatened. You, you had all kinds of stuff that was going on, and it a lot of it didn't didn't stop. It's, a lot of it still goes on today. Like they used to have a thing called a poll tax, which was all right. You got to pay a certain tax in order to vote, knowing that the the people at the very bottom, like the people who were slaves just a few years ago, aren't going to have couldn't it afford that. Couldn't afford it. And but it also included. I know what you're talking about, man. If you work hard, you're gonna make enough money. You're gonna yeah. be able to get out of that. So you had that's this, all on you, friend. You had this poll tax, and then they found out. Well, it is keeping some whites from voting, who even though they're poor would vote the way we want them to. So we're gonna have this thing called the grandfather clause. And what that is is it said, all right, if your grandfather voted in the election, you can vote in the election. You don't have to pay the poll tax. It got to the point in the, and this was in the 1900s, so slavery hadn't been a thing for like 60 years. Mm -hmm. They had these brain teasers, basically. Louisiana is famous for one. They had a, a thing where you had to pass a test, but the tests were just these weird brain teasers, and it was like, uh, take every other word from this from this, from the first sentence in this paragraph, highlight or uh, capitalize the second word in every sentence. Every third word, it, it, all these different rules. It was just a trick. And guess who the the ultimate arbiter of if you passed that or not was? The poll worker. Uh, <laughs> Whoever the person at the poll oh, was. Oh, so it was just completely up to them. Yeah, so they could decide. just say, well, this guy who's, who's black and is probably going to vote at the time, it would have been Republicans because it's all flip flop. But uh, you didn't get it right. But oh, I know, I know, old Charlie, the white guy. I know what he meant. <laughs> he got it. I mean, it's just his intentions were good. Yeah, his, his <laughs> intentions. I know. You know, he he didn't get it technically right, but we're going to give it to him anyway. So that was going on for a lot of time. Like God forbid, we have people take a test before they vote on what the hell they're voting on. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, what no, is no. railroad commissioner? Again, what is a railroad commissioner? <laughs> they deal. The I believe it's the oil lands, don't yeah. they? And they dictate um, kind of what sanctions Less for to do and with railroads. Against. Yeah. Than you thought. They don't wear those little hats. No. And they don't walk around the office going. Yeah. They're not the conductors. That commissioner and the conductor. 
after a different. Such a letdown when we found out. You know what? <laughs> like, here you go. This would be a perfect question. Who was just named to the Supreme Court? Don't you think somebody should know that if they're voting? I, I would say yeah. that, like, a well-informed voter, I don't know if I'd make that the the determining factor because some people just don't follow the day-to-day news but they know Okay, so then how about each vote is weighed dependent on your score you take a test it's 10 questions you get seven of them right your vote is worth 0.7 votes does that make sense <laughs> listen there are a lot of alternatives to the way that we vote that actually make sense to me yeah i mean they're, I see, they're you know all what? <laughs> monkey knife fights we're gonna go get a couple of monkeys Trump gets one, Biden gets one, you hand them knives, let them duke it out. Whoever wins gets the presidency. Battle oh, here, Royale. Here's, yeah. here's an example. Last man standing! <laughs> Hell, let them knife I'd it watch out. that election night. Here's an example of voter su- suppression that, that went on like through the 50s and 60s. So the, uh, the Voting Rights Act, 1964, made a lot of this illegal. But one of the things that... This wasn't all in the southern states, but in a lot of them, but also in the northern states, uh, they were going to have, you had to pay your poll, this was back when you had to pay a poll tax, you got to pay the poll tax or register to vote at the sheriff's office. So what would happen is people would go in, and you're, you're probably thinking, well, what's the problem? You just go to the sheriff's office. Well, back then, you go into the sheriff's office, if you're black, they might say, oh, you know, while we're here, we're looking for a burglar that was uh, on Tuesday night. Someplace got robbed. Do you, do you have an alibi for where you were? That's you know, it, suspicious. Yeah, eventually people were afraid to go vote. I mean, this has been a systematic thing that we're told, well, it ended when when the Civil War ended. No, like for 100 years until it was even made illegal. But even since 1964, a lot of this has been going on. And now a lot of it has to do with people putting things on Facebook uh, taking credit on behalf of other people to make them look bad. Just watch out for the trolls, is what I'm saying. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. So, Brandon's got sports on the way. So, yeah, uh, we got something else. Mm. A little bit of breaking oh, news. Joanna still has traffic. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Joanna. <laughs> I, I feel How like did it- you forget that? <laughs> uh, we're going to, jo- Joanna, I need you to pay attention to the traffic today. I'm sorry. Please <laughs> let us know what's happening. Brandon, Brandon. I tell him, hey, Buzz, I got traffic. Did he acknowledge? He did, yes. And he's like, great, right? He goes right into the local night. Oh, good Lord. All right, so this is traffic for El Paso, Paso. where we've already got some slick roads going on outside. (laughs) Where we're already hearing the sirens outside. All lanes are closed on I-10 East at Cotton. Traffic must exit at Dallas. Uh, all lanes are closed on the Loop 375 heading west at the Spur 601 due to a crash. Drivers are being diverted onto the Liberty Highway exit. So you're going to want to give yourself plenty of drive time this morning and proceed with caution as roads will be slick. All right. I've got your <laughs> five random facts on the way this morning. Also, we just got our COVID number, so everybody needs to guess. Joanna oh. knows the number. I know the number. Mm. So if everybody would like to guess. Okay, 12, yesterday 12, was... 1,200 new? No, 14. 1,400 Yesterday new. was a 1,400. 14 I still, something. I still think we're creeping up. We're eventually going to get to that 2,000 mark. I will say 1,550. <sighs> Ooh, I guessed Ooh. earlier 1,536. I'm going to change it now because you did that. Um, I'm going to go with... 16? Buzz. 
Buzz, would you like to go higher or lower? lower? I'm going to go. I would advise a little lower. With the hell, Joanna? Why are you cheating? I'm going to go 1499. He ignored your traffic. And you're going to help him out now? That's a good point. Gosh. And if it makes you feel any better, you're wrong, Buzz. Okay. (laughs) What was it? Hold on. I got to mark that sounder down. (laughs) Joanna going, you're wrong, Buzz. Okay. Uh, What is the number? You're boring. You're basic. (laughs) Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. 1,390. Wow. Slightly down from yesterday's Slightly number. Slightly lower. Slightly yesterday was... Oh, but I heard they're putting up tents outside of hospitals so that we can fit everybody. So there's My that. gosh, and my thinking was too, how cold must it be in those tents right now? Like, are they heated? I, I mean, but I even if they are so. heated, you're still outdoors. We were on CNN and MSNBC. Woo! So I went over to go see if we were on Fox, but it's all about Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Oh, no, we, I mean, yeah, I was watching this morning. We are on HLN, we're on CNN, we're on MSNBC. Everybody is talking about the severe uh, situation we have here in El Paso. You're just seeing the mayor, the UMC, and this is because, you know, they're also airlifting people to other Texas hospitals. I know San Antonio, I think, was taking some. Did you see what they're doing in Utah, though? I, w- I want to say not, something before not we drinking. Before, right, <laughs> marrying multiple wives. <laughs> uh, no, they having actually, sex through a hole in a sheet. No, no. Uh, they are actually. They do like, that. Like, is that like is that is that like KKK sex? No. They're triaging well, like people. The Amish sex. Like they're triaging people. So if like there's two patients that both need a machine. Uh, the younger one's going to get it. So they're deciding who actually is going to get the medical care now. Oh, so they're doing like the thumbs up, thumbs down thing from Gladiator? Like if you're too old, it's like, you get the thumbs down. Uh, Sorry, Pat, you don't get the ventilator. It sounds kind of like a death panel, which is what all the Republicans were screaming about back when Obamacare passed. Yeah, (laughs) no, it's It's like, hey, we got a choice between saving a young person or an old person. We're going to save the young person. What was happening at the beginning of the pandemic, Yeah, in in Spain and in in Italy, Italy, they were saying that they didn't have enough beds or, or care for people so they're having to choose who's going to actually be able to get the help and who isn't uh, they're also saying if someone is on a ventilator or in the ICU and starts just doing worse they're going to move them out of the rooms so that they can have someone in there who has a fighting chance of surviving uh, as far as and that's the- in the United States that's not in another country that is happening here in one of <laughs> our states USA 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 yeah, they said that they're having they're overwhelmed in the state of Utah, and they are going to have to ration just care and ventilators and all the all yeah. the different stuff. Everything they're saying the the hospitals say that they are just absolutely overwhelmed, specifically with yeah. critical care and ICUs. And the president says the vaccine's coming any day now. <laughs> hey, yeah. no, what are you talking? They've done, they've done a great job. Who cares about the vaccine? They've done a fantastic job. The thing about patients being flown to other cities, like like airlifted to other cities, those are non-COVID patients. So patients right. who are sick with other things are, uh, if they agree to, are being airlifted to other cities for care. Because I guess in El Paso, it's just we're already past capacity, and now we're taking some pretty... Some pretty un- un- unprecedented uh, measures in all this. So that's uh, going on. It was snowing this morning. 
I went outside and mm-hmm. to see if it was still cold. I didn't see snow, but I, w- I went outside. I was like, oh, this isn't this isn't so bad. It's not going to be that cold. Then did I the stepped wind, around. Did the wind kick in? No, uh. I stepped around the corner of the building because I guess I, the where I was, the building was blocking the wind. And it's freezing, man. Ugh. I mean, it's frigid outside. Yeah. And pick up your trash can. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I've got an update on whether or not neck gaiters are as good as masks at preventing the spread of coronavirus. This is something you're seriously invested in. <laughs> Literally, because I bought like mm-hmm. 30 of those ga- neck yeah. gaiters. And they came out a few months ago and said, or a few weeks ago, I guess, and said, ah, those don't really do any good. But then you there said was, I already bought them. I had already bought them, <laughs> and I was going to quit using them. And then another thing, uh, there was another study that came out and said they work just fine. Well, now there's another study. Oh, oh tiebreaker. So. <laughs> yeah, did you, did you check into who did the study? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this would be interesting. The Bright mayor part. of Juarez, Mexico, is urging the Mexican government to ban U.S. citizens from crossing the border into Dude, Juarez. They're going to stop him from being over there. He's caught it twice. Who, the mayor of Juarez? He's got it twice, yeah. New cases of COVID are surging in Juarez and all across Chihuahua State, which hit over 1,000 deaths over the weekend. I don't know if that means 1,000 in one weekend or... No, come on, that has to be like 1,000 total. They hit the number of 1,000. But the Juarez mayor, Armando Cabada, is asking the Mexican government to... Consider temporarily banning U.S. citizens from non-essential travel over the border. And you say he's had it twice? Yeah. Uh, I think just last week um, it was announced that he caught it for a second time. He's like, do I get like a like a trophy? We need to get his. Start? We need to get his Punch antibodies. Card. Those are mm-hmm. those got to be twice as good as Trump's antibodies, right? Yeah. A couple of science notes that you might find interesting. NASA and Nokia are putting a 4G cell network on Nokia the moon. Nokia is still a thing? Yeah, I mean, I guess they got to be pretty technologically advanced if they're putting a cell network on the moon. It's to help astronauts... And communi- here I drop signal when I walk into my garage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, can't drive, <laughs> I can't drive on I-10 around the Sun Bowl without my call dropping. Yep. <laughs> Hey, how about you get how about you get more than zero bars on Trans Mountain Road before we start putting stuff <laughs> on the moon? <laughs> but NASA says it's to help astronauts communicate and control robots the next time we send people up there. Oh God, that's the end of the world. Skynet. Uh, speaking of the moon, NASA announced yesterday that there is water on the surface of the moon. There are these reservoirs of water on the moon and it's it's much more water than they ever suspected could have been on the moon so you know what that means we got a wham wet ass moon wet ass moon (laughs) (laughs) all right it turns out that the recent study that found neck gaiters work as effectively as face masks Right. Well, that study was funded by the company that makes and sells neck gaiters. Oh, oh interesting. That's not good for you. So the neck gaiters are kind of like some of them are, are kind of like a tube. Mm-hmm. And you slip it over and, you know, it's around your neck and then you pull it up whenever you need it as a face mask. And I, 
I preferred those, so I got a bunch of them. And then, like, <laughs> as soon as they started coming in from Amazon, uh-huh. the first thing came out that said, nah, those, those really don't work. But and then were like, I was mm. so happy when this study came out that said, yeah, they, they work fine. I didn't even stop to think, well, who funded that study? And normally you would. That is such a you thing to do. Be yeah. like, okay, well, who did? Is it one of those? Is this a wallet hub thing? Yeah, but they were telling me what I wanted to hear. You know? <laughs> Buzz is like, yes, this justifies the 40 I that get, I get bought. why people fall for conspiracy theories, but <laughs> I should have suspected something. It's like whenever you hear like a scientific study that says, nah, global warming is nothing to worry about. And then you look in, it's like, oh, standard oil. All right. It's like great. smoking's not that bad for you. Oh, oh this Philip, is from Philip Camel. Morris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the camel yeah. did this. The actual mascot. This is yeah. crazy. They had Joe Camel go out, actually <laughs> get a medical degree, and decide that smoking's good for you. He needs a backup career, I understand. Now, just because the study was funded by the company that sells these neck gaiters, that in itself doesn't mean the neck gaiters are ineffective, but it does make you a little suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, I think less suspicious if I just spent like 40 bucks on a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> neck gaiters. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am emotionally and financially invested <laughs> in this. How's that working out? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if I've if I given... I don't think I've given anybody... I don't have it. I don't have COVID-19. Or if I do, I, I don't know about it. Well, that's why they're telling people to get tested. Um. Oh, those numbers that you were talking about, Joanna. So the the numbers in El Paso were again over a thousand. Mm-hmm. They were fourteen hundred. They're thirteen something. So just only marginally down. Mm-hmm. But there were four deaths reported as well. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, Expect when that we number had, to go up. When we had that fourteen hundred number yesterday, there was only one death uh, to report. I got three random facts on the way for you. So they somebody, and I don't think it was Mr. Skin, who we talk to every few months, but somebody found out which actors and actresses have been nude the most on screen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you haven't seen the study, you'll never guess who the male actor is. The female actress, it, you, you would say, oh, yeah, she gets naked in almost everything. But the male actor... Like, I can't even think of him. Is it Will Ferrell? We're going streaking! <laughs> See, and I don't know what they count as, as male nudity. Like, if you have your, your top what? off, if you have your top well, off and you're... it's Matthew McConaughey. All right, no, all right, I, th- all I think right. they're talking about nips. either like either butt? butt or full frontal. Or the dangling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what actor do, you, actor do you think has been nude more? I don't know. Not counting pornos and stuff. Well, of yeah. Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones. <laughs> was he uh, one of the Baratheons? Was he Renly? No. He was the the brother of the uh, the Starks. Remember that turned on them, and then got his dingling cut off. Oh, he's Reek. Yes. There oh, you go. there you go. Yeah. No. He was I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah, okay. just tell me because I can't think of... Is it? I think I saw the headline. Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah. Ewan Flash McGregor. Lightsaber when everywhere, have huh? I ever seen him naked? Velvet Goldmine. 
Was he naked in train spotting? Velvet gold. I think he was he naked. naked. He was naked. He like he goes down the hallway of the place where they shoot up the smack and he's he's naked in that. But listen to this. If you want to see his pee-pee, Velvet Goldmine. He is naked. Is that what he calls it? It is. It's a movie uh, about it's kind of about like a David Bowie type of character, like a very avant-garde rock star. Is he the avant-garde no, rock star? He is the lover. He is the gay lover of the avant-garde oh. rock star. But the whole movie is about so where he's did Mick this Jagger. Guy yeah, and so it's kind of like, where did he go? Like, where did this uh, rock star go missing? And yeah, there's a lot. There's, I think there's a whole scene where someone does like a, a line of drugs off of someone's pee pee. Like, yeah, it's it's a, really. Oh yeah, and then there's where can like, I, where can I avoid this? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, remember that, that totally reminds. Remember Johnny Boutte? Yeah, I just had a line of coke. Off a penis. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, this movie it's from like the late nineties. I just remember because I really liked the uh, the soundtrack from it. But I saw this I think when I was in middle school, and yeah, it's a it's it's an intense movie. They've got it broken down to the second. So in all of his movies, Ewan McGregor has been naked for one thousand one hundred and three seconds, which is almost eighteen minutes of nudity from Ewan McGregor. But other than train spotting. Like nothing, nothing jumps to mind. Number- uh, hey, Velvet Goldmine, I'm telling you, he's naked a lot in uh-huh. that. That's a. I'm surprised you guys haven't seen it. That one has like um, Jonathan Reese Myers is in it, and uh, Christian Bale's in it. Tony yeah. Collette's in it. Eddie Izzard. Does Tony Collette get naked? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she. Yeah, there's a whole. There's a lot of orgy scenes involved in it. Oh my. Antonio Banderas comes in number two on the list. Really? At over a thousand seconds. Joanna, could you tell us or ask your mother uh, what movies is he Uh, naked in? Yeah. Because she could probably give us an alphabetical list. I didn't see this one, but it sounds like a movie where there'd be a lot of nudity. But keep in mind, I didn't actually see it. Puss in Boots. Sounds like there'd be a lot of nudity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Is it all the scenes when he's turned back from the Hulk and his clothes (laughs) fell off? Because remember, that happened in the Avengers. Did it show his butt? Just, I think it would count if it was his butt. He's kind of on the side. He was kind of like like fetal <laughs> position when that dude shows up. He's like, "Yes, Doc Raven, naked." And he hand, like he tosses in some clothes. You know, Will Ferrell doesn't make the top five, but Colin Farrell does with seven hundred twenty-eight seconds. Now, when I say nudity from a from an actress, there's one name that should really come to mind: Kate Winslet. No. I mean, that was a very famous scene. The chick sure. from Boardwalk Empire? Paz de la Huerta? Yeah. I think it only counts if it was a movie. Oh. Eva Green. What the hell's that? Oh, yeah, that chick's naked a lot. She a was lot in the sequel to to 300. I, I, I forget what it was called. Maybe 600. But <laughs> she was she naked was that, for that most Ms. of it. Peregrine's home um, for oh, weird Oh, she was Miss Peregrine. And she was on the first season of wasn't she Penny Dreadful. Penny Dreadful. Mm-hmm. She was, was like in, in a James Bond movie too, yep. wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Casino Royale. Yep. She was in this movie called The Dreamers, and I swear she's just naked in that whole movie. Well, she's got Good a, for her. She's got a banging bod, and uh, she doesn't mind showing up. Number two on the list of most frequently naked actresses, Kate Helen Winslet. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Right. You go, girl. Well, Helen she's Mirren. She's got a banging body for her age. You know, when Helen Mirren came out, she was kind of like... Cons- like a lot of the criticism was this kind of bimbo stereotype. It's like, how could a woman this hot be a good actress? And now, you know, of course, she's rec- she's a dame now, isn't she? 
Like Dame Helen Marin? Oh, she is, yeah. Dame Helen Marin. Yeah. Well, she's a dame now, but she was a damn back then. So <laughs> she started making films in the 70s, and that was kind of when they started doing like nudity mm-hmm. in, in movies that got a wide release. It was when they started having ratings and stuff, and people forget that when Helen Marin, Helen Marin first hit the scene, she was... She was a smoke show. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is Angelina Jolie. But uh, for the life of me, I can't is think of any... Is that all from the movie Geely or whatever uh, it was? Gia? Gia. Gia. Not Geely. Oh, Geely was a Jennifer Lopez movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it would not take me long to do these uh, random facts. I could do them really quickly. No. You keep you forgetting to do them, don't you? I got r- wrapped up talking about Ewan McGregor's Dong. It's great. It's a great movie. And I got to go see Velvet Goldmine. Velvet Mineshaft. Yeah. Yeah, that's involved. Oh, that was that was the that was the gay version of it. it Velvet <laughs> this, No, Mineshaft. this whole movie is the gay version of it. All right, let's take a break. Maybe you'll get your random facts today, maybe you won't. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I can't wait to find out if we've ever, like in the history of, of keeping records on the weather, if we've ever had a snowfall before Halloween, like in the history of, of, of this city. So let me kind of run over what's going on in the weather because it's not just, uh, it's, just it's, it's all of West Texas. Abilene, it looks like, is, is getting, getting rocked the hardest uh, today. 100% chance of snow, freezing rain, or what they call a wintry mix. So it's not often you see them just go all in. Yeah, it's a 100%. You're going to get it all over the area. So uh, sticking with uh, Abilene, today's high is not going to crack freezing according to the forecast. 32 is going to be the high temperature for our listeners at Abilene today. And uh, the chance of precipitation is 100%. Also, overnight, look for uh, mixing snow and rain and maybe some ice overnight. Uh, Of course, you're going to want to take care when you're driving uh, today with the roads slick for the first time in the year. For the rest of the week, though, in Abilene, warming and back up to 70 by Saturday. San Angelo and our listeners of 96.5 The Rock. Today, your high is only going to be slightly warmer. 34 is going to be the high, and you got a 90% chance of precipitation throughout the day so that's raining snowing ice wintry mix whatever it is is going to be over most of the city uh temperatures uh steady in the low to mid 30s so it's really not even going to get it's not going to warm up much during the daytime hours than what it was overnight uh then for tomorrow in san angelo we're still in san angelo right now 90 percent chance of precipitation uh, overnight and uh, a chance that it's going to stick around tomorrow will be warmer though it'll get up to 52 and gradually warming all week san angelo by saturday 72 and mostly sunny and el paso has been snowing off and on i uh, just got a report that the east side it was coming down pretty good about 10 minutes Ooh. ago 70 percent chance of precipitation uh, windy also those winds are going to be high today up to over 40 miles an hour and the high temperature is only going to be 35 so this is going to be our first taste of uh, winter uh, and well before right is it winter yet no oh, it doesn't turn winter yeah right it's fall for like another winter's m- not until december. december that's right so 
Can you think of any time in your life that it has snowed before Halloween in El Paso? No. I my mom was telling me it was snowing, and she said that on there she, they're up in Oklahoma. She said it was the first time they'd had snow this early since they've been keeping records in Oklahoma. Oh, like they. Mm-hmm. They don't have any record going back over 100 years of it snowing this early in the year. Um, but we got a chance to snow around 70%. And we could get accumulation, too. So I noticed it was on my car, and then I noticed it on the grass, too. But they're saying that the snow could accumulate one to three inches. I got to call my daughter and rub rub this in on her. It's like, you know what? If you guys were going to school, this would have been a snow day, but you're remote learning. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> My kid was saying that yesterday. She's like, oh, no, we could go play in the snow tomorrow. And I was like, you still got school, man. She's all, wait, what? Yeah, My nephews are going to be like, down. I still got PE. <laughs> but today is going to be cold. It's going to be snowing, maybe mixed with some rain, some ice. So a wintry mix is what they call it. And uh, winds gusting at up to 40 miles an hour or more in El Paso. Overnight low is going to get all the way down to 28, and uh, then we're going to start warming back up by Friday and Saturday back in the 70s. So I would just encourage everybody to, you know, take some extra time or plan on taking some extra time to get to work this morning. All right, I got random facts coming up here in just a few moments. I got to find this. I heard this on CNN. I was actually watching CNN. They were talking about El Paso this morning, and they were talking about Mayor DeMargo mm-hmm. and that he had broken out, like, where a lot of the... So they've done contact tracing. They have, yes. And he, he was breaking down, like, where it was, and it was not large gatherings, or, I mean, that was a, a percentage of it, but the Yeah, that biggest, was one of them. And it wasn't gems. Gems was pretty, were pretty low. He, uh, big box stores yeah, are the ones that number really, one. Yeah, number one was so. This is Walmart, Sam's, Costco, yeah. maybe Best Buy. You know, those are big right. box stores, and and they were saying that that was in the number one spot of where people were, or at least where they were tracing the contacts to. Right. They've they listed the top three places that El Pasoans have been contracting COVID um, in a attempt to try and slow the spread and so they said 37 percent said they were able to trace it back to visiting a store uh 22.5 percent eating at restaurants and then 19 percent traveling to mexico so those were the top three but the thing is you know most of the people that i've talked to that have contracted it in the past like week or two they can't tell you where they got it they're going I mean, I guess I must have got it when yeah. I went to this store because that's uh, probably the be- the the best anybody could do. I mean, unless you only went to one place, you're like, well, I went here and well, then I went to see my mom and then I went to see right. my aunt or you know whatever. One of my my best friends, she just she's immune compromised and she recently contracted it. And when I talked to her about it, I asked, okay, well, when where were you or when do you think? And she's like, Lisa, I don't go anywhere. Because she doesn't, she curbside picks up all her groceries. So she doesn't go into grocery stores. She hasn't been to a restaurant. She hasn't been to a bar slash restaurant. She hasn't been over to friend's house. She hasn't been, like, she walks her dogs just right in front of her house. She doesn't even go on long walks or anything. She's like, I don't go anywhere. Do people visit her? No. My mom and dad and went she, to uh, she got, oh she said God. she only went to two places. And so that's why she was like, I assume it must have either been 
this place A or place B, and one of them was a big box store uh, because she had to go pick up a chair that she ordered. But that was the only time she left the house. And so that's what she's saying. She's like, I genuinely don't know. And then another guy that has it right now, I asked him the same thing, and he goes, I have no idea. I mean, I guess it must have been. So I think that they're saying it must be a store, but the people genuinely have no idea how they're getting it at this point. My mom and dad went to a funeral yesterday. She said, my mom said there were like 400 people at the funeral. And it was for my cousin, Charlie. There's a local place here that's still holding 100, 200 people events, like an event venue. Uh, Let's go ahead and get to our random facts for today. I know I've been uh, promising this all along, but here we go. I take a lot of pride in uh, making sure that our facts are are factual. So if you ever hear me uh, saying something you doubt, I give you the source for it if you want. And I always try and find at least a couple of sources. So... Random fact number one, and this fact has to do with some some famous people that all graduated from the same high school in the same graduating class. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not just, oh, over the years they went to the same high school. The same year, your graduating seniors included Louis C.K., Matt LeBlanc from Friends, and Joe Rogan. They were all in the class of 1985 at Newton North High School in Newton, Massachusetts. I found that fact interesting because if it had been New York City or L.A., I might have almost been like, well, yeah, of course. Because you have so, you know. there's such a big population. and Well, I think, I mean, I've never really been around the Boston area much, but I think Newton is uh, like part of the Boston Metroplex. Like but still, you know, like if it were, if it were North Hollywood High yeah. or, or something like that, I, I may not have even thought it was interesting enough, but, you know, think about being in class and there's there's 17 or 18-year-old Louis C.K., Joey from Friends, and Joe Rogan all in the same class with you. Random fact number two. When Titanic was filming, James Cameron and about 50 other members of the cast and crew were hospitalized after someone... Sp- you're going to have to listen Uh-oh. to this. They were hospitalized after someone spiked the lobster chowder they were eating with PCP. <gasps> PCP Amazing. is angel dust. Yeah. Yeah, I learned that from Friday. The person who did it was never caught. <laughs> but much like the Titanic's maiden voyage itself, it was a pretty bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. And I got one other random fact for you today. Random fact number three. Mm -hmm. Tinder, OkCupid, Match, Hinge, Mm -hmm. Plenty of Fish, and several more online dating services are all owned by the same company. Wow. It's just what you're into? Do you like coffees and bagels? Go for that one. If you're plenty of... I mean, I don't know. Do Do they go after different... Different audiences is OK Cupid all that different from Plenty of Fish? Um, I think those are what are considered like just the hookup apps. I don't know. Matches? I could be wrong. No, like Plenty of Fish. Is Plenty okay. of Fish considered a a hookup app? Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like there's plenty of fish in the sea, so just shoot your shot with a new one. <laughs> a new fish will come by in thirty minutes. Yeah. 
Oh, for some reason, I was thinking maybe that that had like a Christian. Oh no! Uh, no, but plenty of fish is not. No, no. Through the years, Lisa it's not signed... like loavesandfishes.com yeah. or something like that. <laughs> well, they... What is the Christian one? Christian, Water mingle? Christian wine. mingle. Yeah, that's Christian mingle. Trump dating. <laughs> well, it's not Christian dating. Lisa signed me up for Farmers Only. She uh-huh. signed me up for the Trump. You don't have to, to be lonely, lonely at farmersonly.com. But as you can tell, your date about how you used to, you know, chuck hay when you were a kid. Yeah. How your how your country, <laughs> country strong, strong mm-hmm. my brother. I am. I didn't have any luck on the Trump Harmony dating uh, site, whatever it was that you signed me up for, either. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Oh. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I'm noticing. I'm getting some weather reports from from people listening to us all uh-huh. over Texas, really all over the country. So let me tell you what uh, people are saying is going on. First cold of all, AF is that it? Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's pretty cold out there. Uh, yep. A lot of people pointed out that I guess it snowed. I said I couldn't remember it ever snowing before uh-huh. Halloween. Uh, Robin writes it snowed in El Paso right before Halloween in 2008. A lot of a lot of other listeners are pinpointing hmm. that as as a, a year that it snowed. But my question is: Is it one of those where you could kind of see it in the air, but nothing really? You know what I mean? Like there's a little dust. It didn't stick. It's real. Oh goodness, it is. Yeah, it is still coming down outside. Oh damn! <gasps> I just oh, saw it right now. Yeah, it looks so pretty. It is pretty, right? Looks yeah, like that let's... scene in Home Alone where he's looking out the window. As you know, he that waves. Very orchestra songs playing. He waves to the neighbor when he finally reunited with his son and granddaughter. I'm. I'm willing to bet that that in 2008 it was nothing close to what. <laughs> da, 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 okay. I bet it was not anything like what we're getting right now. I know. Yeah, this is. I'm just so mad because I bought a stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Lisa. Outdoor furniture cover, and me, yesterday I was like, oh, because I got to cover up the cushions to you know so they won't get messed up, and then. I was just really tired, so I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. Me waking up this morning, everything's frozen. So there's me trying to pry them off, and the pillows are literally just, they're they're crunching because they're so iced Ew. over. Oh, no. We got a report I from, I don't know what to do. We got a report from Winters, Texas, which is between Abilene and San Angelo. So Carolyn says, cold AF in winters, freezing rain. Winters. And I get to drive in it delivering mail today. Well, you know what they say about the mail. Neither. Yeah, I don't remember how it goes, but you you know sleet. what? Something like that. Nor gloom of night. I wanted to say rain or shine, but that's not right. Something like that. Yeah. So a lot of people are pointing out that it must have snowed, but there have been times when people are like, "Hey, it snowed," and then I see what they're actually talking about. It's like that. Come on, man. That's not even snow. You saw a couple of snow. I'll show you something. snow. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day. Um, Jeffrey said, and he's in San Angelo, says, we've got a nice coat of ice and a little snow in San Angelo. Well, be careful driving. I mean, I don't think we can mm-hmm. say that. The wind enough. seems to have calmed down a little bit. A little bit. Not a lot. But just letting you know, on our way into work, we saw every trash can that was flipped over, basically. So, Snow is definitely accumulated in Clint and Fabens. 
Thank you, Angel, for that. Let me see if I got any more updates. Looks like we got this uh, rain, uh, this rain or ice or wintry mix, or that's that's just straight up snow out there right now in El Paso. But for all of our region in West Texas, we've got that forecast today. Uh, starting tomorrow, it'll it'll start to clear up, and then by the weekend, it looks like we're going to be mostly back up to maybe seventy degrees for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So enjoy it now. And her twin is like, oh, this would be nice. Be home with God. This would be a great nap day, man. I'm not oh, saying I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm not saying I have time for it. But would this be a great day to get the fire going? Mm-hmm. Snuggle in. Snuggle in. And, uh, and take stay a, home. Take a little nappy nap today and watch <laughs> the thing. Oh snap! Why the thing? Oh, just because it's because it takes place the down snow. Down. Yeah. Uh, we got a few posts that I want to direct you to over at buzzadamshow.com. Uh, first of all, Brandon, a couple of posts here. Uh, in El Paso, the, the diocese is closing the churches See. because of the COVID spike. I mean, it's well, didn't no the fooling around. Charge? Yeah. Mark Seitz, didn't he end up getting COVID? Yeah, I think the, the diocese uh, over the course of this pandemic has recommended and also had been shut down uh, for a while. But Brandon, you wrote the post what's uh do they say how long this is going to last until at least november 8th so um mass weddings funerals baptisms those have all been uh postponed up until at least mm-hmm. november 8th Confession, can you really postpone the-, the funerals i guess yeah you can turn them into a memorial instead the actual gathering right like the i guess ceremony yeah but they got to have a thing like when the when the body actually goes in the ground they got to have somebody there right I would hope so, if it were me. So. Um, and then confession is available, but it's by appointment only. Do they have a plexiglass where they normally have that? Like the, the screen. The lattice or screen or yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> I've never been in one of those. I've only seen them in movies. Yeah. My, I'm only familiar with it as because a, of like Boondock Saints. As a Catholic who has done confession, yeah, I've never seen those either. Oh, really? What? Yeah. It's not like that. You go in a little booth, and the guys on the other I'm side, sure and you tell them somewhere, somewhere they, have they do that. that but like, I, I've never done confession. Well, ours that is way. too. It's a, it's just a chair, so you kneel behind the uh, the guy, and then you he just faces forward. That's usually what it is. Is the guy not supposed? Is the priest not supposed to see you? Is that no, the whole point that's of that a confessional? Lie because I've done confession and I've looked him straight in the eye. Joanna walks in. Oh, hi, Joanna. <laughs> it's nice to see you again. Well, hello, Father. I have so how many go-go bars sin. have you gone to <laughs> yeah. since last your last? I have confession. to look him in the eye while I confess my impure thoughts. You know, <laughs> just look judging him right in the eye. <laughs> judging from movies, that's the only way confession ever happens. Is you go in a booth, the guys on I the other like side. I would like that because you can't really see him. You're telling yeah. me that's all a lie. I guess. Oh. Yeah. No, my my wife just texted me. She said that in Juarez they have those. Oh, I think yeah, probably I'm older churches. Go to they don't want to make eye contact. <laughs> Joanna, what did you say? I'm not going to go to Juarez for that. No, you may not be allowed to for much longer. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I've had to look him straight in the eye while I confess. She's all, the point is, I want to look him in the eye now. 
know what I did. Joe Rogan, it looks like he's moving to Texas or has <laughs> already moved. moved. He's, he's already, already moved. moved, yeah. He uh, did this a while ago. What do you got on your post here? Uh, you can see this gigantic $14 million house that he purchased. That's a $14 million dollar house. And, and Wow. I mean, $14 million is a lot even in L.A., but... When you're talking about Texas, Texas. Think, think how much house you get, That's a even lot for of Austin. House, yeah. yeah, that nice contract he signed with Spotify is paying off pretty what well. What is with rich people and the rooms with just windows? A sunroom? Like in Parasite. Like, look at this living room. It's oh, just you windows. mean the big, yeah. huge windows? Uh, it's for Natural views. light, man. Yeah. Hell, if I had the money, I'd do it too. Sounds like a bitch to clean. I hate them. I if hate you have them that much so money, much. somebody's cleaning it for you. That's a good point. They would always freak me out because when you would walk past them, like at night, you just see like the pitch blackness outside. You're just going to run by really fast. And then you're like, who's out there? Yeah. We got this uh, curfew going on in El Paso. So I, I know a lot of people are going to be watching scary movies because you're limited on, on what you can do, mm-hmm. but you kind of want to get in the spirit of the season anyway. So instead of just coming up with uh, a list of good horror movies, I thought I'd go with some that. And I didn't try and go super obscure, you know. Mm-hmm. So you may have heard of them. Some of these are not really obscure, but maybe they flew a little under the radar. And I don't want to give you the entire list. You can see the entire list at BuzzAdamShow.com. Oh, yeah, number one's a good one. The, the you forgot what it is. The, num- the one at the top or the one at number one? Because I start at five. Well, it's about time he started doing he that. He did yeah. that thing, number Brandon. One. <laughs> number one. Number one is Skeleton Key. Yeah. We figured out the name of the movie after Buzz did a horrible Is description of it. Is that the one you were trying it. to figure out? Yes. It's the one. It's yeah, in New Orleans, it. and they're in a it's, swamp. And but I it's think what's her face? Um, Kate, Kate Hudson, Hudson, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember who was in it. God. Uh, so this movie came out in 2005. And He's like, but I got it. <laughs> like, it's not on any of these lists of best mm-hmm, horror mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. Because it got, I mean, it only has like 38% at Rotten Tomatoes. But I remember in the theater thinking, oh, that... Not only is this a good movie, the the twist. The twist. Yeah, I didn't see the twist coming. I feel like after Sixth Sense, a lot of filmmakers, including M. Night Shyamalan, tried to get that horror uh-huh. twist. Mm-hmm. You know, and some had some success, but I thought Skeleton Key came pretty close. I'm in the extreme minority on this, but did you did you like Skeleton Key? I, I guess did. you did, right? I thought it was good. You've seen Skeleton Key? Oh, yeah. No, no, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, and I did not see the twist coming, so... I remember what I I used to say, I'm really scared of scary movies, like, Skeleton Key terrified me, and people are like, what? It's a thriller, but it's not, I'm like, "Eh, I'm only. I'm going to only give one more off the list, but... Oh, go with number five, then. Number five, Bone Tomahawk. Brandon recommended Bone Tomahawk, and the way he described it is, okay... You know, in Hateful Eight, that character that Kurt Russell plays, he's basically playing that same character in yeah. this, and it's in the Old West, and it's um, it's about a bunch of inbred, cannibalistic natives. So With think- that death whistle. Remember the death whistle yeah. that we that, that we got to hear? It's like, and it, that's kind of how they communicate. It's terrifying. The way I describe Bone Tomahawk is, think of wrong turn, but Indians instead of hillbillies. Yeah. And uh, Kurt Russell's in it. I thought it was suspenseful and extremely gory. So it's it's got something for everybody in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. Have you never seen it, Joanna? I've never seen that. It, That's the only one on your list I haven't seen. Amazon it. Prime, man. It's, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's it's really good. I 
I'm surprised that we didn't hear anything about it being, you know, kind of un-PC because the bad guys are are like these monsters, these cannibalistic monsters, and they're Indians in the Old West. So, uh, But it's very gory, and you can catch Bone Tomahawk on Amazon Prime. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I'm uh, wearing one of the the regular cloth masks. You are. It's not as comfortable as the neck gaiters, uh-huh. but there's a reason I'm not wearing the neck gaiter today. And it's not nearly as comfortable as our morning show face mask that we oh, I love gave away. them. Look at this. Yeah, you got. I love the the morning. Show Those are comfortable. This one is just. I don't know. It's hard to breathe in. I mean, it's not impossible to breathe in. I'm not making an excuse for not wearing a mask. Of course, I'm just saying that uh-huh. that neck. Ga- the reason I'm not wearing the neck gaiter is because. All right, let me run it down for you. All right, let me hear. <laughs> so a neck gator's basically once upon a time. I, what's another word? It's basically almost like a, a tube scarf. It's like foreskin for your head. <laughs> anyway, oh I like God. to think it's more of a like a like a headband. What are those things called where it's just the turtleneck, but just the neck part? Oh, like what cousin Eddie wears. In uh, Christmas Vacation, you yes. can see he's wearing a sweater, and underneath it looks like he's wearing a turtleneck, but you can see the outline of where it oh, stops yeah. right, well, right yeah. underneath. I, I I went with those because they're they're convenient, and they're comfortable, and they're real thin. Well, the real thin part, I came to find out after I'd ordered like 30 of them, <laughs> the problem is they said it was too thin to really stop. The, they said it was actually worse. They said if you cough in one of those... It just goes through but breaks it up into smaller particles. Then there was a study that came out right before I went on vacation that said, oh, no, no, we looked at it, and and our study shows that they're fine. The net gators work just as good. I came back to work. When you know it, there's a story that says, oh, that second study? That was paid for by the, one of the makers of the net gators. Oh, so it's so now it's back suspicious. up in the air. But I got a new COVID mask that I brought, and it oh. is—I bet you—not like anything you've seen before. It's—it's it's really something to behold. And I could put it on. Uh, maybe if I just give people—if uh, anybody wants to go over to Facebook, you can see my new COVID mask. Mm-hmm. I'll give you like. Five minutes or so. Mask fashion, fashion show? Well, tell me what you think. Okay. Put, I mean, it on, when you, put it on right before we break. How about that? Yeah. Ooh. When you picture a, a COVID-19 mask, you know, there are a couple different variations you might imagine. Let me tell you, this one is nothing like any of those. Yeah, I always nothing forget like- what's on my COVID mask because people will comment on it. Uh-huh. My Bucky's one. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a cute mask, and then under underneath, my eyes are just scowling. Like, well, this what are you one, talking about? This one, this design is completely different. But I, I want to wait and show it. So, yeah, like five minutes, and then right before we go to commercials, I'll show you my new COVID mask. <laughs> it is time for entertainment news, and with her finger on the pulse of Hollywood, here is Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. The government of Kazakhstan, which once threatened to sue comedian Sasha Baron Cohen for his 2006 mockumentary Borat, has done an about-face following the sequel's release on Friday. Following the opening of Borat's subsequent movie film, the Kazan Tourism Board has officially adopted the Borat's a very nice catchphrase as its slogan. 
So let me explain. Uh, the video is mostly showing like beautiful scenery oh. and these lovely towns and you know the sites of the real Kazakhstan and people are using the very nice. Uh, I wish they would have thrown at least one. My wife. Oh. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> The idea to embrace the slogan came from Dennis Keene, a former Los Angeles resident who now makes his home in Kazakhstan and hosts a travel show. <laughs> <laughs> Upon hearing he, about the He River hosts Club, what? Uh, he hosts a travel show on the state TV channel. The Kazakhstan state TV channel. Yes. Okay. Upon hearing about the reversal, Cohen said in a statement, quote, This is a comedy, and the Kazakhstan in the film has nothing to do with the real country. I chose Kazakhstan because it was a place that almost nobody in the U.S. knew anything about, which allowed us to create a wild, comedic, fake world. The real Kazakhstan is a beautiful country with a modern, proud society, the opposite of Borat's version. We do keep uh, daughters in cages. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, you are. Well, it's a question for the ages. Is the ending of Greece anti-feminist? Sandy is the ultimate good girl, but ultimately she has to go all bad and raunchy and even take up smoking to land the greaser Danny. Well, but Olivia, what, what was she doing that to fit in with the pink ladies? Like yeah, the, I guess, it? yeah. I, I, mean, I never saw it like that. I just was like, oh, look. Were you aware of the controversy, though? I, I've been aware lately, but I didn't, never knew there was a controversy. My whole controversy was like, they're who the dead. hell are they flying to in a car? Yeah, no, remember the, the That the was Panthers. my controversy. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. They're flying off to heaven. So I never was like, oh, anti-feminist over here. Feminist. So it's supposed to be anti-feminist because she changed because her... she changed her look for him. Well, Olivia Newton-John does not see it that way at all. Right, well, Danny also kind of changes. Mm -hmm. for, well, what does Olivia Newton-John have to say about this? But what does she have to say about this? I just realized this clip doesn't actually have her. It's just from the movie. Oh, it's just from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, here is what she says. All right. She says... It's a movie. It's a story from the 50s where things were different. Everyone forgets that at the end, he changes for her, too. Yeah. It's just a girl who loves a guy, and she thinks if she does that, he'll like her. And he thinks if he does that, she'll like him. And they die off screen, and that's why and their car fly flies into the in sky. Car. That's the bigger controversy we should be focusing on here. Agreed. Yeah. Martha Stewart may be best friends with Snoop Dogg, but it's been nearly 50 years since she last smoked pot, she says. Martha Stewart was on a video call with Chelsea Handler, teaching her how to concoct her favorite fault cocktail, a bourbon apple cider. When Handler asked Stewart, have you ever had a joint before dinner? Do you have that on you? I do, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, though, if Martha Stewart says she hasn't smoked a joint since 1972. That means Martha Stewart was smoking long before Snoop Dogg. All right, all right, all right. Sweet. She's a hip, hip lady, man. <laughs> a delicious cocktail. I love Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who would have thought uh, in that friendship that Martha Stewart actually took up or had smoked marijuana before Snoop did? But. And she's also the one that went to jail, so... Well, she, did, she didn't go to jail for that, but yeah, but she's still. got more street cred than Snoop, <laughs> for sure. And finally, with his time in the Star Wars franchise coming to an end, Oscar Isaac sets his sights on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Deadline reports that Isaac is in the final negotiations to star as the title character in Moon Knight. 
the Marvel and Disney Plus series based on the comic book hero. Jeremy Slater, who developed and wrote Netflix's series adaptation of the Umbrella Academy comic books, has been tapped to develop and lead the writing team on the series for the streamer. Marvel and Disney Plus now will look to attach a director to the series. No production start date has been set. So this is going to be a series. This will be a series. Moon Knight is billionaire Mark Spector, who (laughs) wears an all silverish white suit, kind of like the color of the moon. Okay. He's really... Uh, kind of Batman. I mean, I think they changed it only enough so that they wouldn't get sued by DC, but <laughs> his big thing is disguises. Like, he's got a lot of different uh-huh. disguises, and he, you know, has these contacts in the underworld. And Oh, he flies a, a plane. I guess Batman had one of those. And when he go, and he goes back to his, man, the more I think about it, the more I realize <laughs> Moon Knight really was just a ripoff of Batman. <laughs> he goes back to his mansion, and there's like a hideout underneath. But he didn't they eventually give him superpowers though? Yeah, kind of after I I got away from comics for a while. I only got back into comics because of the movies. Does this get you excited at all? I mean, it's Oscar Isaac for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, it tells me they're taking it serious. They got a you know they got a they got Poe Dameron. Yeah, they got a good actor uh, mm-hmm. to do it. I always get that guy confused with Mark Ruffalo though. So I'm gonna have trouble telling Moon telling Mark Spector from Bruce Banner. <laughs> The yep. actors? You confuse them? Yeah, you you know how you... No, I don't know. <laughs> Enlighten us. I, I, oh, no, I'm please always conf- tell us more how stupid you are. I'm always confusing <laughs> Matt Damon and the guy that I confuse him for. Okay. The other Boston guy. Oh, man, this is, this is the skeleton Marky key Mark. all over again. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg? Yes. Oh, my God. Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg? Well, if I'm thinking of a movie... And it's got Mark Wahlberg in it. I might remember it as having Matt Damon in it. Not every time, but... Aren't or that dude act- that was in the, uh, the Star Trek episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's fugly Matt Damon that's, is what I call that guy. Wish Matt Damon. Yeah. Jesse Plemons is that actor. Oh, you remember him. You remember his name. <laughs> With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Avarnas. Well, you know the, the Pullman-Paxton thing. Like, a lot of people uh-huh. get Bill Pullman... They don't look that much alike, but no. that's like a recognized thing. Is is there no actor that you constantly are confusing with a different actor? Um, Not that I can think of. Nothing. I'm sure. I'm sure there's got. Right I'm sure there's got to be a couple that we confuse with each other. Yeah, well, Jessica just, Chastain and Amy Adams, maybe. Mine is Zoe Saldana and Rosario Dawson. Oh, oh that is one that I confuse a lot. Or because uh, they're both tall and skinny. Jessica Chastain and um, Ron Adams? Howard's kid. Oh, oh Bryce, Bryce Howard. Dallas yeah, Howard. yeah, I could see those two too. For oh. me, it's their smiles. Rosario Dawson and Zoe Saldana. Alvarez. I just want to say that over again. You heard it here first. Okay, you so you heard it here first. So, do you guys want to see my new Halloween? It's not a Halloween. What I, I've just got scary music on. It's uh, a COVID oh mask. God, spoiler alert! <laughs> you gave Jesus, me man. You are, oh, bud. Let's show more. us your new COVID mask. All right, hold on. I'm going to go off screen for just a moment. Okay. So you guys fill in while I go put it on. Okay. Buzz okay. is taking hold off on. his headphones. Well, then we can have Buzz actually uh, fill what? in while he's off if you guys want, because we have. I like something warm on my vocal cords. <laughs> it's amazing. Got a pump. I know 
it's kind of covering up here. Right. It has to cover your nose and your mouth, your COVID mask. That's why I sound so muffled. It must be working, right? I guess. I, I'm not sure about I keep waiting for the delay to catch up. It should be here just like any second now. Wait, you're going to see him. Okay, there he goes standing up. Now he's standing up. I can't even put the headphones on. Was that me? Check it out if you want to see it. It's coming up in about two seconds. Over on our Facebook feed at Buzz Adams. There you go. There you go. There's my COVID mask, everybody. scary, Buzz. Scary? Yeah. Scary how safe I am, right? You look like that one guy. What's his name? Pinhead? Kind of like Pinhead. But like, like Pinhead on Wish. Yeah. Did you buy this from Wish? No, I think I think this was an eBay or an Amazon or something. We could call it uh, Rona Head or COVID Head. I like go. how like, buzzes Okay, this one actually is really out. hard to breathe in. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you just don't have the Rona? Stop! Let's take a break <laughs> and we'll come back and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Looks like a winter storm outside. It looks bad Staff right is now. off the roof, right? I Isn't hope what so. Was just happening? I don't know. There was just a huge flurry of snow that just fell down. I think it was just a gust of wind blowing off what was on the roof. I'm hoping. Yeah, because I'm not seeing anything over here on this side. There's okay. some accumulation, uh, and and look, we got listeners all over the place. This may not go for where you are, but from where we are, they're saying there's maybe an inch to three inches of accumulation. Oh no, there's the snow. It's not even. <laughs> I mean, snowing before Halloween is pretty much unheard of. Some people are pointing out that it's it snowed before Halloween in 2008, but. I don't remember that, so that must have been one of those things where some people saw a couple of specks maybe like up on the mountain. I don't know. I just don't recall it no, snowing like this back in 2008. The person said they still have pictures of it. They said it, it did stick back in 08. La, 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 <laughs> just let her keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not stopping her. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we've got that wintry mix going on through most of West Texas. It looks like Abilene, San Angelo, uh, reporting uh, snow on the ground. And uh, Abilene actually has a 100% chance. We found out that 100% when when they use it to talk about the weather, like in a forecast, they're not talking about it being, oh, it's 100% that it's definitely going to happen. What they're talking about is, it, oh, yeah, it's going to happen, but it's going to be over 100% of the coverage area. So there's no getting around it. Do you remember how shooketh we were when you, you told us that? You had I'm to look it up, right? Yeah. Like you didn't. You didn't take my word you for it. You said you didn't believe Chuck. D I didn't believe Chuck you. DeBroder, and then <laughs> I looked it up, and I should, you know, he's a meteorologist, so I should have listened to yeah, him. Yeah, I should have. How dare you? We're gonna get to rock news here in just a few minutes. Have you ever wondered could aliens be observing us from their own planets? Yeah, like, going, oh, yeah. look at this terrible show. I uh, yeah, yeah, I guarantee they are. They're like, look at these idiots. <laughs> oh, you think it's snow. like, it's, you're going with the South Park theory that we're just we're like a reality, a reality show. show for it. Well, a study at Cornell found that there are more than a thousand solar systems that have a perfect sight line to Earth. Now, they're not saying that it's a guarantee that any of these have advanced civilizations, but they're saying that if they did, they'd have a pretty good look you know and they Uh might have more powerful telescopes they're they have to put it on channel (laughs) three they're trillions of miles away 
So they would have to have a pretty, a pretty darn good telescope. A, t- a powerful Channel 3. Also, wouldn't they be seeing what was happening like a million years ago? Or Is that Depends the way on how they're getting the signal. Well, if it's through a telescope, right? Or does a yeah, telescope... Yeah, if it's through a telescope, then they would be seeing things that were happening years and years Like and however years many ago. light years away. Yeah. That would They're be like how many years on ago. season two. Uh, We're right now living oh, season It's like when a show 30. comes out on BBC that you really like, and then Netflix picks up season one, but seasons two through six are over on the BBC, and they're available, but you can't get them. People watching, mm-hmm. aliens watching Earth, and they're like, well, what are they doing this season? <laughs> well, they're still in those caves, man. They're fighting the toilet paper in season 23. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, no toilet paper at Sam's when I went yesterday. And then I told Joanna, I still get that delivery service, girl. I got you. (laughs) The Lincoln Project has put out a new ad. And the Lincoln Project are all of these conservative Republicans who have been working against Trump from the very beginning. And I think, like, the the one you'd recognize the most is probably, for most people, I think it would probably be uh, George Conway, who's Kellyanne Conway's husband, you know, Kellyanne mm-hmm. Conway works for right, for Trump in the White House, and everybody wonders, like, how how can how can that possibly happen? But uh, this is an ad, and they got three different people who were in leadership roles in the Trump White House who are saying that it's very important that we get rid of this guy. So you've got. Elizabeth Newman, who was an assistant secretary in Department of Homeland Security. And it's not like they only worked there for a short time. She was in this role until April. Uh, Miles Taylor, who served as chief of staff of the Department of Homeland Security. And these are these are like senior advisor jobs in the White House. And Olivia Troy, a former senior aide to Vice President Mike Pence. She was part of the Coronavirus Task Force as recently as July, all three of these former Trump advisors have endorsed Biden. So the Lincoln Project has an ad out about it. So if you're ever watching and you think, God, I wonder what the people that are inside those meetings are thinking. Well, yeah, some of them are thinking, uh, this is not this is not going a good direction. I am fairly sure that as, as soon as the ballots are all counted, if Trump ends up losing the election, you're going to see a bunch of Republicans who've been kissing his ass just scrambling to try and make their case that, oh, no, no, actually, we were working against him the whole time. You're going to see a bunch of real Weasley behavior by, like, Lindsey Graham. I know Lindsey Graham is going to come out, as you know, pretty soon after it's clear that, that Trump's out, if that if that's the way it goes... Lindsey Graham will be one of the first to jump ship. Uh, we got rock news on the way in just a moment. We're going to get to that. Uh, Dr. Fauci has some advice for uh, doing a Halloween different this year. So they've got some of the things that are going to be done differently. Trick-or-treating. About 51% of people say they're they're le- they're probably not going to do trick or treat. 51% who right. who say they normally would. Going to Halloween parties down 54%. And again, this is people who said, yeah, normally I go to a Halloween party this year. I'm probably not going to go. So down 
Here's a category that's up, though. Staying in and watching scary movies. Hey, go. That has uh, gone through the roof. Up 39% from last year. And something else that's up, decorating your home or yard, is up 30% from last year. Yeah, we did that. Decorated your yard? Yeah. Did you put oh that God, on the... Oh, my God, Brandon, yours looks amazing. Do you like it? Yes. I literally just I went, I'm like, it. well, Brandon wins, so... Yeah. Joanne is winning. What are you talking about? I am? Yeah. Where can these be seen and voted on? Where's yours, Buzz? I sent it. I sent it. I, I did send it. Did you? Yeah, uh-huh. it's, did in you yeah, it's in there. Oh, it there. is? Yeah. <laughs> the way you say I don't. It. I don't think it's been cross-posted. Oh, Joanne, yours looks pretty. Right? Don't you think that this should be... I don't think it's on buzzadamshow.com, but it should be, right? All right, this is our decorate. Here's what happened. Right before I went on vacation. Oh, there's Buzz. <laughs> yeah, at the very bottom. Right before I went there's on vacation. Buzz. It's his Rona They said, decorate decorate your house to take a picture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, can, can I get some guidance? No, that's it. Just decorate, you know, take a picture of decoration. So I was going out of town. I How told, do you need more instructions than that? Well, listen, I told Nico, hey, man, they said we're doing this thing for a contest. Just decorate something. There's enough creepy stuff in my house. Just put it together and... So I call him along about Wednesday last week and say, have you done the thing that they asked me to do that I asked you to do? And he goes, <laughs> no, I don't understand it. Give me some more direction. I said, that's all That's all they told me. I told you what they told me, so I had to put something together. So go vote for me because it would absolutely drive everybody else crazy who took time doing this. I took almost no time at all. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. And into the fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show, the El Paso Hour, although we're still heard worldwide via the internet, the KLAQ mobile app, klaq.com, buzzadamshow.com, also streaming live on Facebook every morning. And I uh, put up the picture of my new COVID mask. Adorable. Like somebody screenshotted it, so I... I share I, I shared it on my page, so Buzz Adams. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you can see what's going on in the studio at Buzz Adams Show on Facebook. If you'd like to do that, of course, get the mobile app. Don't forget, we've got a podcast that follows the show every day. Within an hour or so, we get up the podcast, and it's uh, you know no commercials and kind of just a, a little summary of what well little sometimes it's what Joanna two hours sometimes yeah. right. So the show's five hours. You get a two-hour version. So yeah, know. an hour and a half to about two hours. Yeah, yeah. All you had to do was cut out the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I see what I did there. That's right. <laughs> it's three and a half hours of commercials and an hour and a half of content. <laughs> so we just give you all the content. So it's just all the content, baby. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I would love to play that for corporate. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple of big, uh, three, I would say, big topics in El Paso going on. You've got this weather. It's snowing hard now. Yeah, it? yeah, it is. It's pretty bad out there. It's actually beautiful. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't want it for more than a day or two, but it, it looks really cool. And what makes it look even bigger is... there's got to be some accumulation on the roof because a gust of wind will hit and it kind of just blows all of that stuff off of the roof. Hey, uh, so I I wasn't listening real close. The traffic, everything's cool, though. Nothing going on. 
No, there's a lot <laughs> somebody posted on. Somebody posted that in the Facebook chat. They were like, oh. hey, are there any accidents on I-10 or 3, 357 oh. <laughs> or 375 uh. or whatever? And people were like, duh, turn on. The-. And he's like, I was joking, guys. Hey, Come on. Yeah, he's like, so it's just free and clear today? Awesome. <laughs> She's wide open. So. Nobody's on the roads, huh? Y'all ready for this? Yep. Here we go. Trans Mountain is closed until further notice. And it's been closed for a couple hours now. Yes, it has. So it is closed (laughs) until further notice. All lanes on I-10 West at Piedras are open, and I-10 East at Con does look like it's experiencing delays. Loop 375 at Park does look like it's at a standstill, so find an alternate route this morning. All lanes are still closed on Loop 375 heading west at the Spur 601. Drivers are being diverted onto the Liberty Highway exit. No word on the clear time for the others. And dozens of accidents are happening around town. So you're going to want to give yourself plenty of drive time this morning and proceed with caution as roads will be slick. All right, so we're only seeing a high today of around 35, maybe 36 degrees, so... Most of the what's fallen is is not going to melt off, at least not right away. So that's why they're saying they're looking for the accumulation. And, uh, yeah, I hit a patch or two where definitely if you weren't paying attention, you could possibly lose control. So take some extra time. Mm-hmm. Stay, stay like, extra car lengths behind, you know, because you never know when mm-hmm. that car in front of you is going to put on the brakes. And uh, let's get through this as smoothly as possible. So I said three issues. You got the weather. You've got COVID nineteen. We're we're on the news. I heard him talk about us this yeah. morning as I was getting ready. I heard him talking about us on CNN and uh, MSNBC. You're like, that's me. Yeah. Hey, that's us. You're like, is that good? No. One of the stories they referred to said that Mayor DeMargo had uh, put out some figures that they got from contact tracing. So, you know, they've been asking people, where were you? Where had you gone? And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe some people don't want to answer, but from what he could tell, it's not what you would expect. It's not huge gatherings. Number one was, what was number one again? Big box store. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even cross my mind, but so a big box store refers to like a Walmart or a target, target, uh, Best Buy, places like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that came back with with as the most as the number one answer but again even the people are guessing you know i'm not saying people are lying but if you're contact tracing yeah unless you only went to one place and then got like you were locked down except for the one place you've just got to kind of guess see and that's when i was going like all the time to make Joanna feel safe. It was kind of like, well, at least on this, if they were to say like, okay, you were positive. Okay, great. Well, my last negative test was on this day and I've only gone to three places since then. You know, so there was like a little bit of a a, a barrier. At least we knew, okay, she was negative as of this day at this time. And then since then, these are the only places she's been. But yeah, that's the problem is a lot of people who are getting tested, they're saying like, and where have you been? And they're saying, Either A, I haven't been anywhere, or B, I've been everywhere. Uh, Rosales says the D was was just on CNN Again. a while back. Yeah. yeah, I know that we were on. Yeah, I think twice yesterday, like uh, during one of the afternoon shows on repeat, and then in the evening as well. But this morning, I was HLN, MSNBC, CNN. We were just all over. Well, if you were to ask me 
Well, where could you have paused? I don't have COVID. I don't think I do. But if if you were to ask, where could you have gone last week that you could have gotten COVID? I, I couldn't narrow it down to like 20, you know? Yeah. I went to, I was at my parents' house. I went to lunch with some of my aunts. I went to Walmart like three or four times. I went to Joe Ware's wedding in the fanciest barn in Okmulgee County. <laughs> I mean, how do they how do they come up with these numbers? Maybe there's some kind of methodology that I just don't understand. But I think what they do is they kind of just guesstimate and they say, okay, well then this is probably where you got it because someone that just tested positive, I think last week or the week before. They were telling, and they said, okay, well, where have you been? This person said, I've been one place and two place. And they said, okay, well, and one of them was a big box store. So they probably said, okay, well, that's probably where you got it then. But they don't know. They don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could they really know? What else was on the the list other than big box stores? Um, one of the things that was not up there, like, was much lower than I would have expected was gyms. According to the contact tracing, which we just you know acknowledged i don't know how how accurate that is i don't even think they know how accurate it is you know but, but according to them the at gyms that came up pretty low maybe that just means that none of us want to work out <laughs> <laughs> we'd rather go to a restaurant they're like you want to go get tacos or you want to go work out nah covid man don't want to be in that gym let's go get tacos instead support local i think restaurants <laughs> came up fairly high. It was the second one. Yeah. Bars and restaurants came up as the second one. But you know what? I will give gyms this. Every time I have gone, because I have two gym memberships, and both of the gyms that I go to, they I've seen them taking temperature checks. One of them is super strict. The, uh, the one that uh, Brandon's family goes to as well. Yeah. They do temperature checks they do. Um, they ask you a bunch of questions. Have you left the state? Have you left the country? Have you been feeling sick? Do you have a cough? Do you have fever? Like they're do very. Do they check very... your temperature like they do in Kazakhstan? Uh, no, no. <laughs> a little different. Actually, I went to a restaurant real close to here, right next, not next door, but a little bit over, and they have a temperature reader, and you don't even like you just scan your wrist. And then they have to log like a look and see. Okay, you're that. Now you can come in and sit and eat. Caesar asked a question that I don't know the answer to, but okay. Caesar says, I thought contact tracing was to notify possible people infected, so it's also to pinpoint where you got it? It's to try and do that. They will ask you and say, okay, do you have any idea um, where you would have gotten this from? And then that's where you sit there and go, okay, well, I guess I was I was here, I was, I was here, um, maybe here. Uh, okay, well, who you who were you around? Because they'll ask you those questions before, some, depending on where you go get the test done. Have you talked to a contact tracer? No, but they ask you these questions before they'll even give you your results, depending on where you go. There's one place that does the test here in town that they'll ask you, okay, have you been in contact with anyone who has COVID in the past seven days? Okay, have you left the state in the past seven days? Have you? And they'll ask all these different questions of you and then say, okay, well, we have your results, you're negative. I'm like, what the? Okay, you could have started with that and you didn't have to ask all those questions. But I think that's what they're doing. They're tracing because people, some people are answering their phones. So they find out they have it and then all of a sudden they stopped answering because the health department, they'll check up on you again at the end of your quarantine. So I think it's 10 days, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 14. Uh, but they'll check up on you to see, okay, well, how are you feeling? Do you still have a fever? Are you still showing symptoms? Um, okay, how is your situation going? Because they want to see, like, did you get better? Did you end up getting hospitalized? <laughs> Antonio's, geez, do they do a prostate exam at the gym, too? 
They honestly, well, think about it this way. This is that's their the livelihood. Ka- that's the uh, Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan way. But think about it. That's it's their livelihood. Yeah, they don't want to close down. Yeah, if they have an out, if they have an outbreak there, they risk being closed. They risk losing their license. Apparently now, but you know, there's a lot of repercussions, and they don't want to lose out on that. But they're also worried about people's safety. And so a lot of it, that's why I, I feel very comfortable at the um, the Ariel's Academy over at the Sunland Park Mall. I feel very comfortable with them because they do. They take the time to check everyone's temperature. Anytime that I leave the state, I always have to tell Carolyn beforehand, hey, I'm going here, but don't worry. Before I come back to the studio, I'll get a negative test and bring it to you. And I do. I show it to her like, hey, I'm negative. Okay, great. We'll see you at class then next Tuesday. So it's it's efficient because the cases are crazy right now. And nobody wants to shut down for a few days and risk losing out on money like that. So you might have heard that some patients are being life-flighted to other cities. I got a little bit of clarification on that. Those are non-COVID patients. So it's to make room for COVID patients. If you've got some other medical issue, I guess they won't charge you more, you know, if you're willing to do it. But if, if they can, they might ask you. And some people are going along with it. You know, I guess they explain... You know, it's important because of the spike. Do you mind if we lift you to San Antonio or maybe Lubbock or whatever? So when you hear them talking about patients being lifted to other cities, that's not COVID patients. It's to make room in El Paso hospitals for the COVID patients. Uh, Is going to Mexico. I, I don't know what the numbers were on that, but it showed up on that contact tracing story that CNN was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. They said that people going over into into Mexico... Right. Is on the list, and the mayor of Juarez is urging the Mexican government to shut down travel by Americans coming into Juarez. I I don't know. I just thought that was kind of surprising. I always remember that uh, that movie, The Day After Tomorrow, where you know, like the where ice Robert Holguin, yeah, Robert Holguin is reporting <laughs> oh, nice. by the Rio Grande, and Love you see it. all these Americans crossing the river to trying to uh-huh. get into Juarez. Yeah, it's like maybe we're there. Maybe maybe 2012 was only off by eight years. Listen, not everything has to make sense. I just went through this thing. I don't understand how this contact tracing works. That doesn't mean I disregard what they're saying, and I would encourage everybody else to do it too. You know, people are encouraging. Uh, a lot of the things we were being encouraged back in March, April, wear a mask. Maybe it's not 100%, but it's better than nothing. Wash your hands thoroughly. Um, as much as you can, avoid being in close contact with people. I said there were uh, three big issues in El Paso. Uh, early voting uh, continues through Friday. I voted yesterday. It took about 20 minutes. From the time I left my car until I got back to my car, 20 minutes. And I remember thinking at the time, because I knew the weather was going to was gonna take a turn. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, I'm glad I came out and did this today instead of waiting until tomorrow. But because the weather's bad, if you're willing to go vote today, maybe the, maybe the crowds will be down. But they weren't even... wants to be on the roads. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, that's uh, that's really bad for older folks. You know, older folks probably less likely to want to go out and try and brave the weather. Um, but it might be, you know, if you're if you're comfortable going today, there might not be a crowd. But there wasn't a crowd yesterday. Like I say, there were two or three people in front of me. 
A couple uh, of things about the voting, though. Mm-hmm. Do you guys vote on the ones where there's only one name on it? I mean, yeah. I think I did for the first few. And then I was like, and then you realize, like, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing? We're just just padding stats here at this point. You know, you can skip them. You can skip as many as you Mm -hmm. want. I mean, I guess you could turn in a a ballot that you didn't select anybody on, but that would be pretty dumb. But excuse me, I just came here for the sticker. Thanks. There there were some, (laughs) I'm not going to go into who I voted for because, you know, it's a tradition, but. There like were a the, few where it's like, like masters. It's a, tra- a traditional unlike any other. There were a lot of uh, judge races where it's like, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know anything about either one of these judges. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know who to vote for, so I just left it blank. When I was in Oklahoma last week, there were a lot of commercials, you know, like attack ads for people running for the same seat. There's a Senate race going on. There's some. Uh, state senate races going on but there were as many ads on what are called state questions mm-hmm. i didn't see any of those on our ballot and thinking back uh, i've been in texas for almost 30 years i don't ever remember seeing i vaguely remember maybe did you see anything like state question 137 or anything like that on the ballot at all um i don't think so not that i know of I'm telling you, it, they had one, and it was all about sentencing, and you had all these former sheriffs saying that Oklahoma's sentencing is all out of whack, and people are getting these lengthy sentences for nonviolent offenses. And Anyway, I saw that commercial a hundred times while I was up there, so I was a little surprised that that we don't have as many state questions as I see when I go back and visit. Uh, everybody... Everybody taking care of the voting? Everybody good on the yep. voting? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we've we done it. You should go do it. Uh, go today. Yeah. Weather might be keeping some people in. And uh, I bet you could breeze right through. Easy, breezy, beautiful color girl. Easy, breezy, Easy, lemon squeezy. Easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Head over to KLAQ.com. Every day there are new posts. If you want to focus in on the morning show, go to Buzz Adams Show. You can find all the stuff there at KLAQ as well. Get a tour inside Joe Rogan's Texas mansion. $14.4 million, baby. Buys a pretty nice house over in Austin. Big stack of bricks there. And he, what he's just moved, is he doing his show from Austin? He's just going to live in, yeah. in Texas yeah, he, for now? He, he packed up and moved. This happened a few months ago. And he just decided that California wasn't for him anymore. So he moved to Austin. And he's got a new studio set up there, which has been very polarizing, by the way, because there's a lot of people who apparently hate his new setup because the one before it had more of kind of a, a home feel to it. He had the brick wall behind him. And it was kind of what people got used to. And this new one almost feels like they're in a spaceship. It just feels <laughs> weird. Is the studio at his home? No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. So when he moved from California, did he retain custody of Joey Diaz or not? I believe Joey Diaz <laughs> is already planning on moving to Texas. So Has Joey been in No, since you've been on the show? No. Oh, Joey used to come in like three times a year. And I guess he's pretty well... Is he pretty well known from that podcast? I'd say so. Because he, he's on with Joe a lot. He tra- uh, tours with Joe a lot. 
You want to hear a funny Joey Diaz story? Hmm. So uh, I was in I was in Hollywood and I was hanging out with. Uh, no, I don't think I saw Steve Trevino on that trip. Anyway, I I was at the comedy store. No, it was Steve Trevino because he was it was his car, and so there's a there's a documentary on the comedy store on either Showtime or HBO or something. It's really good, but mm-hmm. one of the things is you might be a fairly successful comic. You might even be a headliner like in Omaha, but. At the comic, at the comic, uh, the comedy store, you also might like be parking cars or working in the kitchen. They talk to a lot of guys who are super famous comedians who, at one point or another, park cars or checked IDs at the door or whatever. Anyway, Joey's Joey Diaz is there. Oh, and also that movie, the remake of The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler, uh-huh. came out, and I remember r- right there. Uh, on Sunset Strip, they had a big, giant, gigantic poster, and Joey was in that movie. So Joey's face is on this gigantic billboard, and then there's Joey, and I didn't see him first, and he goes, "Buzz, Buzz Adams," because that's how he talks. <laughs> and uh, I go over and I'm talking to Joey, and uh, you know I'm acknowledging uh, oh, the billboard. That's great, Joey. Look and. You know, you can see it from right here. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my movie career is really about to really take off. I'm, uh, you know, I was just in Spider-Man 2, and uh, now I'm, now this, and, uh, hey, Buzz, you got $20 you can loan me? (laughs) 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 There's a billboard of him overlooking uh, the comedy store, and he's like, hey, can you loan me 20 bucks? We've also got my post about the five underrated horror movies you could ride out the curfew with. And I gave a couple of them earlier. Let me give a couple of the of different ones and tell me if you think. This one came down to I was either going to put this one in or Event Horizon. Because Event Horizon, oh. I mean, it's a terrifying movie. But is it really an under-the-radar? I don't know what kind of reviews it got when it came out, but it was a really scary movie. What I put in instead was a movie called Frailty. Are you familiar with Frailty? Mm, yes. I, I know I've heard of it. 2001, Matthew McConaughey's in it. Bill Paxton plays this deranged dad who has raised his sons to believe that he gets command, God commands him to kill demons who masquerade as humans. So the whole movie is about this, you know, this psycho dad. I know by saying that there's a plot twist, it kind of gives away the plot twist, but there's a there's, there's a pretty a good twist, twist that comes yeah. out of left field, right? That yeah. was a good one, right? That was a good one. <laughs> uh, so Frailty made my list. Another one that made the list, and you can see the entire list. You know, maybe these are movies you've already heard of, but maybe not, or maybe you haven't seen, but Midsummer. I hesitated putting this one on because it just came out mm-hmm. last year. And I, I wouldn't say it was underrated. Would you say it was underrated, Joanna? No. But, but I, I don't think a lot of people saw it. That's what it is. Yeah, that was yeah. the thing. I don't think a lot of people saw it, but it is so creepy. Unnerving. And it's also in the middle of summer. The whole 
one of the big plot points is the sun doesn't go down for like 30 days because right. they're so everything so far happens no- in the daylight. Right. So you've got everything in broad daylight, even the nighttime scenes, and somehow they make that creepy. You know, you would think, oh, everything's broad daylight. How scary could it be? It's just so atmospheric. And it's by the guy who did Hereditary, which is also a pretty pretty darn good how, uh, scary movie. Did you know they did a documentary on Monster Squad? <laughs> I just they looked did. up. <laughs> I heard they were uh, trying to get a, like a cast reunion. They were having trouble finding the kids because I don't think any of them really stayed in, in the movie business. Um, was that yeah, what this was about? Up, well, I just looked up Event Horizon to see what was that on Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty-eight percent from the critics, by the way. Sixty-one percent, at least, from the uh, um, from the audience. Event Horizon got badly reviewed by the critics. Apparently, yeah. Sitting really, low. it's a great Damn. movie. If you've never seen, it. I think it's great. And it was just like I was just sit- filled with such a sense of dread. You right? Know what I when mean, you're, when, oh man, I remember that feeling because I remember seeing it in the theater. It's not. I mean, you know how some some films are gore, mm-hmm. some are suspense. This one was different. It was just dread, yeah. just existential yeah. dread. And I almost put Event Horizon Liberate on me. The actress says, "Liberate, tutte Save yours. Spoilers, man. Yeah, Event Horizon. Right. You gotta watch it. God, seriously, if, if there's just. Four to five movies that I could recommend for anybody this Halloween season. It would be Event Horizon, Ghost Ship, uh, Cabin, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. The best part of Ghost Ship happens within the first five oh, minutes yeah. of the movie. Such a great oh intro. yeah, it does. But don't let that don't let that fool you. The rest is a great movie. Plus, you have Mudvayne on the soundtrack. Um, uh, what was it? Ghost Ship, uh, How, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. It's just a great, great movie. And Trick or Treat. If I could recommend four Halloween slash horror movies. Before Saturday, especially that we're on curfew here, do that. Well, if Go you want to, four. And you, by the way, the documentary on uh, Monster, Monster Squad, Squad, it's called Wolfman's Got Nards. Nice. <laughs> oh. Of course it is. Wolfman's Got Nards. Freaking Wolfman's of course got it nards. is. Nice. And it's I got 100% so far from the critics. The documentary does. Yeah. The original Monster Squad doesn't, right? No, you kept poking holes in it, man. Right, I kept pointing out HUD. I don't know. I remember. God, we're, yeah, we're. I mean, first of all, the movie great. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But we're watching the movie with Buzz's kids. I saw it in the theater when I was a teenager. And every every <laughs> two minutes, huh? he's just like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense. Well, this doesn't make any sense." And then I got to point where I'm like, "Dude, stop poking holes in Monster Squad!" So my daughters, they were both there, and they were pretty little at the time, and they started. Stop poking holes in Monster Squad. Like every time I'd start, the three of them would chime in all at the same time.